0: Welcome to IdeaGen TV, presented globally by Microsoft. We're so excited to have with us today Minister Counselor Theodoros Bizakis at the Washington Roundtable to here hear today from the Embassy of Greece. Minister, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. Deputy Chief of Mission. Yes. You have uh, a very important role on behalf of the country of Greece uh, through your perspective as a minister, counselor and deputy chief of mission. What is your sense of optimism for Greece as we lead into 2022? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, well, um there is a great sense of optimism for Greece, and uh, for us who are serving right now these days in Washington DC, I mean, for the Greek diplomats, uh, it's a great honor, but a great. We are, feel so lucky because we have exactly, especially this year, we have two main reasons. First of all, we have the 200 years of our anniversary, which were broadly celebrated, although mostly virtually in Greece, uh, 200 years before the the revolution for independence began, uh, and the second one. Is that uh, we are witnessing uh, an a historic high level between uh, of uh, the relations between United States and Greece. Uh, the, we have um, the political, the level of political, um, cultural, uh, defense uh, in all sectors. I would say um, relations um, uh, between Greece and United States are, are excellent right now and are still um, have room to, to to go even more further. So this means that we have. A lot of work to do but on the other hand we are very pleased but that we have very very positive results and when you are the relations between countries are flourishing uh, this is always a good sign because it means that there is trust and that there is uh, there is um there is real reliability in the relations and therefore Uh, You know that Greece um, came out uh, a few years ago out of a very acute financial crisis, was well well known all around the world. Uh, After 2017, we have a very uh, specific small point, uh, small positive points, and uh, figures around uh, 2%, 1% or 2% of growth. Uh, Unfortunately, as uh, uh, in the rest of the world, the COVID happened and we had a recession again, but for 2022, In 2023, we have uh, the predictions from the European Commission, at least around uh, between three and uh, five percent. Sorry, uh, development, Uh, which means uh, that um, uh, we have uh, we are very positive, we are very optimistic that uh, having a stronger economy and having a good, uh, a very good um, um, network of bilateral and multilateral relations, uh, we are heading for a great uh, optimism for 2022 for Greece
0: that's fantastic and and so you tourism has been a big issue um you navigated the pandemic and opened up Greece this past summer right that went well according to all accounts uh and safely
1: yes uh it went well it opened also a little bit in 2020 but it was uh, very very restrictive 2021 was a great Experienced a great bet for the Greek government. It opened very well for the for tourism. Uh, we ended up almost uh, sometimes at the figures of 2019, which is a great achievement. Uh, with a great, uh, uh, of course, always cautiously and safely, and just to let to to let everybody know that uh, tourism. Um, is a very a big um, um, a big uh, parameter of a Greek economy at least uh, for 2020 to 2021, almost 23, 25 percent net contribution to the GDP. What so we understand uh, what this means for Greece, and uh, we're well, hopefully that 2002 will uh, even get better than the before COVID uh, 11. That's,
0: right. yeah. that, that's so great to hear, and and I think for our global audience and the folks here today, I'd like to talk a little bit about why, as we look out at Washington, why is it's so important to have the ability to communicate across sectors, across parties, across, to be able to tell your story. I'm a big advocate of advocacy, you, you know, and people think advocacy sometimes in a negative sense, but advocacy is cancer advocacy, it's diabetes advocacy, it's hunger advocacy, it's education advocacy, it's country advocacy to tell your story in, in your role here now as a minister counselor for the greek government to washington why is mm-hmm. that so important is it a lost art and how i'd like to also ask you was it difficult through covid not being able to visit with people in person how did you even do your job yeah. um, remotely
1: i will start for the second yeah, one but sure. the first one is also extremely important you know in our job in the diplomatic life uh COVID changed totally i mean or, uh, life of everybody was changed totally, but it changed totally the way we're working because for us, in person meetings and being able to communicate. And to you know to give the expression needed and to to receive the expression needed for your interlocutor is very very important. And uh, this thing uh, was a bit lost to a big percent through all the zooms and everything. Uh, of course, I think we are very we are um, we are glad that is starting a little bit um, slowly slowly to have again in person meetings in Washington DC. Uh, but this um, this um, we lost a big uh, a great uh, you know value of our work with this uh, pandemic. On the other hand this um made us uh, this uh, forced us to 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 work even harder in order to present your case to present your country to to create to work more intensively reaching out to people reaching out to the relevant institutions over here uh, and so i think that uh, despite that one year and a half now of all these in zoom things uh, it was i think uh, much more difficult and more stressful and more tiring maybe but uh, we think that we did not lost anything of the substance of the of the job and also of the bilateral relations and being here in washington dc um as um, the embassy here the ambassador and all of us who are serving the embassy we are reaching. we have two or three levels i would say of job first of all we are reaching to the administration in a constant with the White House, with the State Department, we're especially at the State Department, we're in a constant uh, communications and we're very grateful for the openness and the, uh, of the communication we're having. Um, White House again, uh, and we also have this special thing, the Congress here. Uh, the Congress is a bit different from what we know as parliamentarism in Greece. Uh, it's a different kind of, uh, you know, we understand the check-on balances, all these notions, but still it's a new world for Europeans uh, here at Congress, but also we understand that it's a very you know it's a, a substantial big part of you know of the governance of europe of uh, united states so there we are having we have a lot of friends in the crosses. when we are also always trying to um to get in touch with them to explain all our positions in all issues because it's not that we're having you know problems in our region which is a very sometimes uh, we had some tensions in the region but you need we, we want to be in constant communications in order to be able to to discuss and to explain what our positions and what are the prospective call of cooperation would be, because also with the Congress, we have a big uh, bilateral cooperation. And there's another one pillar. Um, I think because politics is always politics, but here in the United States, we have the pleasure to have um, a big part of our Greek diaspora. I mean, Greeks are all over the world uh, because a lot of uh, Greeks have immigrated before uh, the last century. Uh, But especially in in the United States, we have a big uh, Greek diaspora. Um, Some people say around 1 million, some people say around uh, up to 3 million. Um, It depends on the interpretation (laughs) we give. Uh, But the thing is that It's uh, the bilateral relations, it's politics, but it's also people. And we owe to the Greek diaspora and all these people uh, also this level of bilateral uh, relations that we have with the United States because I think that Greeks who live here and work here um, represent in the best way uh, our country. So this is a a very substantive pillar of our foreign policy as well.
0: And is it also helpful to have a Greek ambassador of the European Union to the United States?
1: Well, that was a coincidence, indeed. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brinidis, uh, yeah. It doesn't happen very often because, I mean, uh, 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 Greece is a, is a small or sm- medium-small country of the European but Union. But it's the
0: second time in recent memory. Yes, times, yes. Uh,
1: yeah. But uh, the, uh, the issue that, um, of course, um, he's a Greek ambassador but representing the European Union, so it's just that he has a good background and knowledge of the, of the Greek foreign policy yes. So.
0: And he's doing a great job on behalf of indeed, the indeed. he's very very Absolutely. communicative
1: and outreaching to all levels in the society
0: and so we won't get into the details of what happens with you know the geopolitics in the mm-hmm. in the mediterranean i think we can leave that to some others uh to deal with i think you can read the newspapers and see what happens in the in the mediterranean mm-hmm. but global partnerships why are those so important to you mm-hmm
1: uh well it's important because uh everything now is international it's transnational nobody can uh no nation can you know can deal uh with all the problems on its own um and I think that what Greece advocates is, that first of all, uh, we create a, a network of regional partnerships in the region because peace and stability is what we need in the Mediterranean, not the tension. And second of all, um, and furthermore, Greece is uh, advocating uh, for a, a great network of bilateral relations with all countries. We have uh, recently, uh, the, Minister of, um, the Minister of Foreign Affairs um, has um, has uh, proceeded to big openings with Af- countries in Africa uh, which were um, um, maybe not very so well developed and also with countries of Latin America, which means that no matter how far countries are geographically needs to have uh, to communicate and to have good uh, bilateral relations because there are always prospective cooperations and of course above this is always the multilas- multilateral uh, uh, cooperation mainly the U.N. and the rest of the international organizations, because as I mentioned before, we saw that mainly during the COVID, but uh, it was a truth even before that, uh, that uh, you need to have global answers. Uh, Issues like, uh, you know, the climate change, issues like the economic development, poverty, uh, the technology, cyber. Uh, Nobody can handle them by themselves. Uh, Everybody needs to be united. And this is, uh, as a small country of the the United Nations, uh, Greece is uh, very much in favor of this.
0: Well, minister Council Bezakis, thank you for your leadership. Thank you for coming into IdeaGen today to share your thoughts and perspectives on global leadership, because it really is important to be able to communicate across lines, across sectors, across parties, and to talk about how to, Make humanity and save humanity uh, in the future to help the world. Yes, thank you so thank you much. so much.